Hey Budai Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-commerce show and today I'm here with Toby who is the CEO and founder of the PonyJet and PonyJet helps uh, equestrians but also dog owners as I can see and uh, they've or yeah his company they've already collected more than 30 million views on TikTok more than 20 million views on Instagram and more than 20,000 happy customer reviews which is amazing and if I know well, Toby is only 19 years old. So yep. that's a great success. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Hey, Toby, how are you? I'm very well. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah. So let's start with, uh, with the first few days of this company. Uh, at, uh, you know, and at all, like this was your first company or, or you tried yeah. different things before? Yeah, sure. So I actually started um, through COVID in getting involved with business. Um, mm-hmm. I started just YouTubing how to make money online. I found dropshipping, Amazon FBA. I tried all sorts of stuff. I got yeah, scammed. Yeah. Um, I tried all sorts, all sorts of stuff. And um, e-commerce really stood out to me in building a, building a brand as I grew mm-hmm. as I grew my presence in business, understanding. So um, it was a, should I tell a story about how it started and how PonyJet came around? Sure. So um, my uh, my girlfriend's a GB horse rider. Um, I'm not horsey at all. I, I've got anything to do with horses. Um, so what happened was basically one day she was on the on her yard, her horse facility, and um, I spotted and I asked her a question. Um, like, what's the what's the biggest issue you have in the horse world? Because it's quite an expensive world. You know, there's wealthy people. Yeah. I thought, right, that's a, you know, it's yeah, a good yeah. niche. Um, so I thought, um, yeah. So I said to her. Um, like, what's the biggest problem? And she said, well, washing them is a nightmare and cleaning them is a nightmare. Um, so what I did was basically research of a product and, and I tried all sorts of things, but basically to find a way to make them easier to clean, easier to wash, get ready for shows, just on the day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how it really came around. I'm not horsey at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, she spends more time with the horses than she does with me. Um, but yeah, no, that's basically me- how it started. Me neither. And actually, I'm happy for that because I expected you to be an expert in horses. And oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe you throw many things at me that I don't even understand. Uh, I just cannot talk about. So actually, I'm happy yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah, I, I am. I'm, you, I'm not too bad with horses now, obviously. But at the start of our relationship, obviously, I, was, mm-hmm. I wasn't so good. Yeah. And uh, did you have anyone who told you or or mentored you that dropshipping and all of these things you mentioned it's not the best approach it's better to do something else or yeah yeah so um my brother actually he runs a his own SaaS business okay. um and so he was he was basically my mentor when i was learning and doing these things so i was quite grateful that i had someone on the side in my own house um, yeah. to learn from and and his, his learning from his mistakes as well so yeah it was basically mm-hmm. my brother yeah, that's awesome. I think that really helps mm. if you have someone yeah. because oh, I, can, I, I can see guys, you know, 
they do, they are stuck for years because nobody tells them or or I think networking mm. and your environment is very important. Hundred percent. Many times you not appreciate it enough. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, when did you start this uh, the pony I started in With... end of 2021 August. Okay, and uh, since then, like, how, how did you grow? How have you grown? Yeah, how have we grown? So obviously, uh, social media has been a big one, and organic uh, reach has been mm-hmm. a big one. We started. Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't really. My strengths weren't in Facebook ads and Google ads, but so I thought I was just organic. I just. Mm-hmm. I knew how social media worked. You know, I was a, I was a 19, 18 year old teenager. I was just scrolling the phones. Yeah. Um, so I knew how, I knew what the sort of content I needed to put out. Um, so we got really good at TikTok and we grew so quickly. We got like 10 million views in the first two, three weeks um, yeah. and grew a, mass, a huge following. And yeah, so it's basically TikTok and uh, through Reels as well. So how would you explain the key of success, especially on TikTok? Key of success, I'd say building a, a, an emotional connection for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of people... Um, try and find the ways just to go viral, but they don't understand that there's yeah. people behind the phone. There's people, there's actual real people. They just think, oh, if I do this, 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 I'll get views. No, yeah. it's that, that's actual people. So you've got to try and build an emotional connection, whether that, whether that be showing them you packaging the orders or um, showing them your struggles, your problems you're facing as a business. Um, so yeah, showing your face and being honest with your with your audience is is, is, is a key as well. Did you share those with your girlfriend first? Like, uh, this is something you would watch. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'd, I'd always be referring to her. She'd get yeah. so annoyed with me just bugging her the whole time, asking questions. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd always I'd be asking her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I really understand what you mean because actually I did the same with my business. Like we uh, invested a lot of money and time into videos and... I think the content could improve, um, mm. but but the editing was very professional. You know, like right. we follow this hormone style of videos, like many guys now on Instagram, sure. and yeah. uh, nothing happened. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> so see. I it's, see yeah. it's, le- it's less about the editing. I mean, it really it matters after you know beyond a certain level, but we are not the, the content should uh, improve at this point. Yeah. I think. So yeah, I, I agree. You've got to have the, the, most funda- the fundamentals. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. So how does this product work? How does it help equestrians? Sure. So um, uh, basically before without, without, let's just say without a pony jet, um, if you're a horse rider and without a pony jet, you'd be mm-hmm. scrubbing on your hands and knees with a bucket and sponge. You know, you'd be getting a bath as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just takes a long time to wash them. But with the pony jet, you simply put shampoo animal, in, in, right? <laughs> in the, the yeah, huge animal. It takes some hours, um, especially yeah. if you've got a grey one because they get mud everywhere and poo everywhere. But anyway, um, what happens is you, you basically put the, the shampoo in the bottle, you connect it to the device, and it basically sprays shampoo everywhere, and you can adjust the water pressure for how mm. hard it needs to be on the horse to get all the mud off, etc. Um, that's basically it. It just makes lives easier and saves people time. Yeah, and the... the- you have a new dog product as well. So you are That's expanding right. into other animals, let's say. That's right. Yeah. So we actually, um, we put out a survey to our customers and we wanted to really find out like in depth, like what, what the reason was they were, where they were buying. Mm-hmm. And we actually got a lot of feedback, feedback back saying that they were buying it for their dogs. So obviously we thought, right, hang on a minute. We got, the a, horse we got, product. You know, we got, they buy it that's correct. Yeah, that's ah, correct. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So the dog owners were just buying the horse product. Yeah. So we thought, oh, we, we can try and just change it slightly and market it for dogs as well. You know, we could create, you know, an extra revenue stream. So that's what we did. Um, so it's really good for, you know, dog groomer companies, um, people with big dogs or pe- dogs that like to go in the, in the rivers or go on walks, yeah. muddy walks. So yeah, that's, that's what we did. Yeah. I would say cats could be the next one, but I think mm-hmm. we all know, no, not really. Cats, they don't <laughs> like water and they are small. Yeah. Right? So, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, maybe, I agree. Maybe another animal, but I, I like yeah. this approach that you, you actually, you caught that these people, they buy it for their dogs. So why not to have a different product? Um, Yep. And you also sell the shampoo with it, right? So that's right. Um, it's something that can be a very good uh, returning income. They buy exactly. not only the product, but uh, I mean this, the device, but also they need the shampoo. They have to refill it every time. And uh, I think that's a great model. Um, yeah. And can you see a difference between uh, horse and dog owners? Because as you said, you know, having a horse, it's, it's, um, it's not a cheap thing, right? I mean, not a cheap hobby and, sure. uh, having a dog is, is, it's a cheaper thing, I guess. So yeah. can you see a sure. difference there? Yeah, Do sure. So thing, or? yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's quite hard to tell, obviously it's on the same website, but from what I'm gathering is that, and talking to customers and on our mm-hmm. customer support as well, what I'm gathering is that, is that the horse owners are a lot likely more to buy on the pricing. Whereas dog owners, they're a bit more okay. in between sort of that yeah, medium yeah. range. But yeah, so that is something we're looking at in terms of pricing as well when testing. Um, yeah, for sure that plays a part. Horses are very expensive. So horses, uh, people that own horses will be, you know, wealthy and won't be spending cheap on their, on their four-legged friends. So yeah. Yeah. So horse owners, they are more price sensitive than dog owners. Uh, uh, dog oh, the opposite. opposite sorry yeah the opposite ah, yeah 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 okay. yeah yeah dog one is a more sensitive yeah makes sense and uh, so i know you do a big part of your marketing and uh, what channels do you use you said um, tiktok and instagram organic but besides you run ads maybe you do some seo what other things do you do yeah of course yeah sure so we um we're big on facebook ads and google ads and um, tiktok ads now Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, we, we, we stick to those three really. Um, we're not too sure on Amazon. We're sort of looking into it really. I, I wonder, if, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to know your opinions on Amazon. Um, yeah. so yeah, those three are what we're working on currently. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon is interesting because I interviewed quite many people uh, who are on Amazon or, or, you know, they work with Shopify and Amazon brands as well as an agency and everyone's different things. What I can see it's better to focus on one thing to a certain size and that's probably a few million a year in revenue. That's what okay. I would uh, say. I mean, you can start Amazon earlier. I could see guys who actually killed their business because of it, because it took so much time. But <clears throat> I, until a few million um, dollars or, or pounds, whatever, per, per uh, year, I think you don't miss out anything, you know? So. Okay um yeah you don't have to have a fomo because of that uh sure. on the on the other side you can kill your business if you do it and it doesn't work so i think uh, the upside is just not big enough until you sure. have that revenue that's what i experienced that's what you got that okay cool 
in terms of yeah. killing the business do you mean by like uh, inventory yourself or... yourself myself fair enough yeah, yeah. you know like fair working enough. too much and um, just not having enough focus on the right things sure yeah okay i understand Got it. Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. Yeah, so let's talk about all of these ads. So what differences can you see between the different platforms and... Do you think that Facebook ads are dead? Some guys, they say it. Or or it's just better to diversify and using multiple channels. What's your experience with these? Yeah, sure. So it's obviously changed quite a lot in the, in the last, say, 18 months. Um, my take on it is that it used to be an essential for an e-commerce business in terms of Facebook ads. It used to be an absolute essential. Without it, you know, you're doomed. Whereas now I think you need to be looking at other things and other revenue streams such as affiliate marketing, influencers, um, really focusing on uh, your emails and SMS, et cetera. I think yeah. it, it's slightly come down in the, in the funnel. It's good to have a, a good, like, sustainable level. But um, yeah, that's that's what we found is like, we've just slightly come down on it and, and monitoring a good level. And we're really focusing on our affiliate affiliate programs. That's really working well. Okay. How yeah. does it work, the affiliate program? Sure. So... Um, a uh, who, whoever, whoever it may be, an influencer, a horse rider, content creator, whatever, they'll be given a discount code called, uh, for example, Daniel Ten, and um, they get they get ten percent of that of that commission on that sale, and then they promote it all over their social media and word of mouth as well. Yeah. yeah. Random question: Can we actually make that code like Daniel Ten? Yeah, let's go for <laughs> it. Let's do it. Yeah. So right. this cool, I'll make it. Great. <laughs> I hope we will get some uh, followers and customers for you. <laughs> so um, let's talk about email marketing as well and, and returning customers. Can you see returning customers? I mean, they buy the shampoo, they come back. Maybe they buy multiple products. I don't know because maybe they need it. Um, or yeah, like what's your approach there to retain the customer? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, they do spend, uh, uh, they, they might buy one doggy jet, a shampoo and a pony jet together. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we've got a, a few eBooks around and, um, and a massage scrubber as well. So mm-hmm. it, it, we are, do, we do focus on diversifying our products and, and focus on upsells as well. That's quite big. Um, we spent, we spend, we do, uh, about two, three campaigns a week, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always, we're also, we're always looking to improve on the same product. So because yeah. it's not a it's not because it's not a subscription as such or a product that you need again and again and again, mm-hmm. um, we focus on really improving the product itself and okay. talking talking to customers and, and things like that. That's that's really important for us. So we've got like a, a 2.0, a 3.0, plans for a 4.0. That sort of thing's really important, I think, especially for yeah. other businesses li- listening as well, people listening. Yeah, I actually, I just wrote a newsletter about this topic last week. What mm-hmm. you can do if you don't have, let's say, a hundred SKUs, a hundred products, and only a few or even one. And I yeah. think everyone can learn from companies like Oura Ring or uh, or Hoop or even Apple. They don't have many products, yeah. and they are the biggest company. So every yeah. year they come up with a new version, and everyone buys that or most people. So yeah, that's definitely. very smart. Just have a new version. Um, yeah, I agree. Re- Regarding subscriptions, so how about making the shampoo a subscription? 
yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, I think we've already got that in place. We've already got that in place. It's quite a low scale. We've got, you know, we, we don't have a lot of subscribers of it, but we're working on trying to get a subscription model into the business. I think it's really important nowadays. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we're working on that as well. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, so, I would have a few more personal questions. So, we yeah, talked about the environment and who you learn from. So, who are, if you have to name any, who you would say as your biggest mentors sure. in business um, and marketing? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, I'd probably say my, my father, my dad. Um, mm. He's got nothing to do with e-commerce itself, but um, especially growing up, he taught me a lot of lessons and and taught me a lot of things, um, not just about business, but in life as well and how to talk to people and all that sort of thing. So he, he was in the cybersecurity industry. Um, he sold his own company as well. Um, so my, my father's played a big part. I always go to him for advice, whether at the financial or anything I'd, I'd always speak to him so i'm quite lucky the fact that you know my dad um supports me on that as well and i also say my brother as well he started he really helped me get into e-commerce itself obviously he runs his own SaaS business now um so yeah my brother and my dad have been played a really big role in my, in my family in my yeah. life yeah, yeah that's amazing and yeah. uh do you read books or it's not really your thing like no, I, I've, I've, it's funny you say that yeah no, i've actually just started reading um for about four or five months ago, I really started to enjoy it. I tried to get, I tried to do, um, get off my phone and reduce my screen time. And a way of doing that was reading. So I've, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reading quite a few, um, lately. Yeah. yeah. And any podcasts that you, yeah. Uh, books, uh, maybe you can see a few there in my background. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would say when I started uh, my first business, like five, six years ago, um, that I that I still have the agency, yeah. I read many books, like 20, 30 books a year. You know, I, wow. I, I, I ate books literally <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because, um, you know, uh, my family background is different. So we have okay. we don't have entrepreneurs in my uh, family. So okay. I had to dive into books, check YouTube channels, whatever. I did some networking. But end of the day, you have to learn things, right? You have yeah. to catch, catch up things. And uh, yeah, I would say last year I, I slowed down. I read like 10 books, but for some people, that's still many. So yeah, like 10, 15 yeah, nice. a year. And also, I don't think it's good if you read all the time and you don't implement. So I agree. Yeah, that's a big one for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. always, I'm, yeah, I sort of try and base my life around more action than speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Have you got I any agree. recommendations of any books mm. you're reading at the minute or books you've read? Um, in what topic? So, yeah. Ooh, hit me with it. Uh, let's go business and maybe social, maybe a kind of human interaction or psychology mm. of decision making or anything like that. Yeah. Hmm. Let me think. I will I will grab one from here. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. This one. I like this one. Okay. Creativity Inc. And you know um, Pixar, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think this was written by one of their co-founders at Catmo. And uh, I like this one because um it shares the story of the guy, the founder. He was some computer scientist and totally randomly he ended up in the animation world and cartoons. And oh, wow. if you know the Pixar story, they were bought up by Disney. So he became a rich guy and he shares his story. It's like 200, no, 300 pages. So he shares his story. Even Steve Jobs is there. 
because he was a co-owner, I think. And um, yeah, but besides, he shares principles, but not too many. I don't like those books where they share 500 tips and you don't remember any. So in this yeah, one, he shares like five principles about people, management, leadership, how to keep things simple. So I like this one. And the storytelling is nice too. So creativity. Oh, great. Okay, got it. Thank you. I'll, get, yeah. I'll make sure I look into that. Thanks. Yeah, but there are many good books. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to ask what what's your tech stack? So what software tools do you like? Oh, in marketing or, or Shopify, e-commerce in general? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, good question. I uh, I quite like um, Triple Whale, especially in, okay. in today's in, in today's world with um, mm. with Facebook and, and any sort of ad platform. Yeah, Triple yeah. Whale is a, re- a really good one. I just saw they got funding from Shopify as well, which is pretty cool. Um, so nice. yeah, big fan of Triple Whale. Um, Blipper for content as well. It's uh-huh. a uh, it's a SaaS business, so basically get content within two three days or UGC or anything like that um that's really really convenient um yeah those two are pretty stand out for me yeah, yeah. I guess before triple well you had struggles with the attribution, oh, awful. Right? Oh, it was awful yeah. I was spending hours and hours youtubing like what's going on and tweeting yeah. and yeah 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 it's a big help yeah, I think Triple L is a great company. I, I didn't know they got funding from uh, Shopify. That's amazing. Mm. I think they are Shopify only, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. Uh, one more question to you today. So what would sure. be your number one tip to young entrepreneurs starting out in e-commerce? Maybe getting stuck for a while or being sure. stuck for a while. Um, that's a good question. I don't want to say this. I don't want to say the the, the normal common answer and work hard or you know <laughs> try hard, Take try your best time. or anything Take like that. Time. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I think the one thing that I've actually learned in the last year, which is which is huge, is try and detach your uh, emotions from making business decisions. So if everyone wants the next uh, Therabody or or Apple in their bio. Everyone wants to tell their friends that oh, I've started this business and how look how cool it looks. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to think about product market fit. You know, um, you know, talk, talking to you to customers, really finding out like the the end the end the, the, the real problem in what your business solves, and mm. don't think too much about the uh, the materialistic side of business and wanting to be rich. Just just focus on that side of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And almost yeah. like you should try to keep yourself out, right? Yeah, exactly. Your, your exactly. own emotions, but also what you want. Because you end of the day, you want to make money. You want to have a great brand, everything. But many times you have to exclude that, right? Because Completely. it disturbs your thoughts. Like what yeah, you said it better than me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly on those lines. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's a great advice. And I think not many people uh, highlighted this before. So, yeah, that's great. Um, awesome. Yeah, thanks, Toby, for uh, thanks, sharing your story uh, today. And thanks, everyone who listened to us today or will listen to the podcast. And stay tuned. Every week we come out with a new episode. And if anyone wants to find your business, where they should go? And what's the coupon code? <laughs> <laughs> uh, theponyjet.com. I'm sure there won't be many horse uh 
most people on this on the call, but maybe there is. Um, and Daniel Ten. <laughs> yeah, we will put that into the description too. And before anyone leaves, I also put a link into the description. Another link. This is a fifty-point uh, checklist for Clavio email marketing uh, health check. And uh, go to the link. Feel free to download it and it will help you and thanks everyone again stay tuned